0: Good evening, 49er Empire, and welcome back to another episode of Baseball, where we bring you all 49 ers news and updates. I'm Biggie Flores, and joining me today is Zach Green. And today, we're going to talk about a nice little thirty to seven win in our Week One matchup versus the Steelers, and then towards the end, we'll uh, hop into our we have two matchup versus the Rams. But first, Zach, how are we feeling about that Steelers W?
1: That was the most impressive win. I've seen that early in the season since we whooped the Bengals um in week two of 2020, I believe.
0: I think it was actually 2019, 2019. It was the year when it was. Yeah, Bowl. yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it would yeah. have been Quan Alexander okay. had a little pick. Yeah, 2019. That, that yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Um, 2019. But
0: I know I couldn't agree more. I think right when Brandon Ayuk scored that touchdown after we got the first three and out. It almost felt like the game was over, even though it was seven to zero. The game felt over, and then the, the next drive would come for out. Me at you know, sorry to interrupt. Yeah, no, no, don't, don't, don't be sorry at all. But I completely agree. I, I felt when I went seven oh, I was like, dude, this is gonna get out of hand fast. After Fred Warner had that beautiful uh tackle on Najee, and then a play later, Jarayus Ward got the interception i was like uh-oh this game might be done yeah. <laughs> it might be done our um, defense was but just, just good. beautiful everything Ooh. was beautiful the defense was crazy hey what did i tell you about drake jackson last pod i know i know what did go i tell you and about go jackson? back and listen
1: three sacks yeah, on the day had, too. that's like... three sacks more than he, like... It's crazy.
0: How many did he have last season? That's the, I think that's the same. He had three last season. Three in yeah. week one of this season. So he already matched his total from last year. Um, he looked great. And maybe not all of the sacks was fully him. I think Javon Hargrave and Eric Armstead in the middle just collapsing the pocket made Drake's job a lot easier. And the fact that they have to damn near double-team Nick Bosa every play, even though Nick Bosa didn't get a sack or have the stat line he wanted to, they were, he was getting doubled. And that is all we need him to do is get doubled because then that lets the other individuals go one-on-one. And with the talent we have on our line, oh man, this, this defense is crazy. And it has been since 2019, but this year just feels even more special than it has in previous.
1: I was I I didn't do um, a whole lot, a lot of research on like the power rankings but the ones that I did look at had us like one or two um yeah and like yeah. I'm watching I've seen a lot I of was us watching have won. the game and I was like this is like damn near like perfect football um I don't know something just felt different I think it was, it was the perfect. camaraderie It was the camaraderie yeah. like we have so many superstars but I mean, you saw it with the cap situation, which we will probably be talking about a little bit later on. But like the camaraderie just felt a little different than last year. I don't know. Yeah.
0: I don't know. Like when, when you look at superstar teams, let's say in the NBA, like the Nets, uh, you know, with the Harden, Kyrie, KD, it didn't seem to mesh at all. It seemed out of place. No one really knew what their role was. Um, You know, but when you look at an NFL team, yeah, NFL-NBA is a little different, but similar concepts, this team looks like everyone knows exactly what they need to do. None of them seem selfish, and they just want to win ball games. you know. Um, a perfect example of that is Brandon Ayuk and Ray-Ray McLeod blocking for Christian McCaffrey to get him into the end zone. Um, I've heard a lot of talk about that and how that's one of the best plays of the game just because it shows that everyone cares about each other and everyone wants to win no matter what it is, whether it's them scoring or walking down field for someone else to score and just little things like that. So, man, I love this team. I love it.
1: What what um, position group stood out to you the most?
0: Um, I think the D-line. Every single play, there were – just collapse in the pocket, get in a picket. Um, and, you know, the first five drives for the Steelers, they went three and out. I was a, it was the second quarter, and I was like, yo, have, have the Steelers got a first down yet? And I looked at no, my no. phone and they haven't. And I'm like, oh my God, this is crazy. And it was all caused by the front, you know. Um, Drake Jackson had three sacks. Kerry Hyder had a sack. Javon Hargrave had a sack. Nick Bosa with a couple QB hits and pressures. Like, it all starts up front, and I think with them playing well every week, that defense is going to be perfectly fine, and I don't know. How about you?
1: Uh, I thought the linebacker core stood out to me the most. Um, so the the fact, I it seemed like we were running a little bit more nickel than we have in the past, which would yeah. make
0: sense. Especially because um, we don't have Aziz, you know? Yeah, like and also like we corner. have
1: Lenore and Isaiah Oliver, so like you can't exactly put them like on a four three, yeah. but I mean running a two four two five, I feel like is going to be better. Um, yeah. And uh Thomas
0: actually played a lot of nickel. In the yeah, 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 yeah. Thomas Thomas saw some. Cool
1: but man, like the linebacking core with Fred Warner and Drake Greenlaw, like they, they I mean. I've seen a lot of comparisons Warner, Warner, with Warner. them
0: and uh, Bowman yeah, and yeah, Willis. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Well, the 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 fact is that they could they could get all pro. I mean, one of them is gonna get all pro. Yeah. like first It'll team go to or second It'll or third. They're either gonna be one, two, or three on that team. Dre Greenlaw is that guy, um, and he will be for the foreseeable future. But I thought the the linebacking core was just spot on. And it starts with them, you know, because uh, they're calling the plays, I think. I think Warner yeah, is, right?
0: Yeah, Fred is. So, so. But Yeah, Fred Warner, he, I don't want to get too far ahead of myself, but might be a little better than Patrick Willis. And I know it's a completely different ball game, and I know linebackers back then are way more physical, but – if I'm talking about skill level, just hitting hitting the gaps like you're supposed to, pass coverage, just recognizing plays, I'm giving all those to Fred because this guy is unbelievable and one of the most athletic dudes I've ever seen. Um, but, yeah. And uh, let's talk about the uh, offensive side of the ball a little bit. Brandon Ayuk, I think a lot of us were expecting to him to have a breakout season. I mean, he did last year, but... We were expecting him to take an even bigger step ahead and he proved it on Sunday that he did. Yeah. He had two touchdowns for um, 129 yards. That's crazy. We're going to have to pay this dude soon. And I don't know how we're going to get the money for it, but we're, we're going to have to. <laughs> yeah.
1: Well, we have a lot of cap room this season. So, Let's talk about that because I've seen stuff that, like, we might try and get Brian Burns, which would put him on the other side. But after the way Drake Jackson played, like, I don't even yeah, think you need you a guy like him.
0: him. I, I wouldn't be opposed to it because of how often Chris Kusarek and Steve Wilk like to interchange the front line. I don't think there's ever one player that plays – every single down of a defensive drive. I'm not talking about just the the lineman, except for Nick Bosa. And even Nick Bosa gets um, interchanged a lot. So even if we get Brian Burns, Drake Jackson still going to get plenty of opportunities. Um, and if we get him, I was thinking even a Chase Young because he's kind of on a holdout right now. And if we were to trade him for, I don't know, a future second or third, that's kind of high, but we're in win now mode. Yeah. You know, with the quarterback on a rookie contract, um you have to absolutely win now, especially with all the players we're paying and you got to win now. So Brian Burns, Chase Young, we got I wouldn't be mad at it at all.
1: Yeah, but. any team, any <clears throat> team with those two players would be happy with yeah. their addition, but you know the sample size is still really small. It's just one game. Uh, got the Rams coming up. We're, we're eight point favorites. I saw, which we eight, were us, eight right? point
0: favorites. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That means yeah. that Levi's, we would be 11 point favorites. That's, that's crazy. Yeah. I mean, well, it's
1: going to be Levi South anyway. It so it's always Levi South. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. So the, the sample size is still small, but if, 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 you know, if we can, you know replicate what we did on on this past sunday um you you go out all this you go all out um i'm not sure what it would take to get a player like um because it doesn't come down to just money right like we'd have to give up draft capital so
0: I, yeah if we're trying to get someone like Chase Young. Chase, I don't yeah think and Jason honestly like
1: there. if we're if we're addressing like a need which I mean, the right tackle position wasn't wasn't bad. Um, yeah. There was a couple holding calls, but no,
0: it, he gave up three sacks though. Colton McKivitz. So, I mean, I know it's T.J. Watt, but yeah, yeah, yeah. But they're gonna the Rams are gonna play Aaron Donald up against him next week. I promise you. And, uh... that. Well, so...
1: McKivitz, I think it's been McKivitz has been like crazy against Donald. Like, no, no, no. That's uh, uh if someone else. Um
0: maybe it was brunskill God, like I, I know who you're talking i think it was daniel brunskill too yeah
1: like he's just able to yeah, like hold it, it definitely against it definitely him, but... wasn't
0: mckivitz yeah
1: yeah i okay I mean... yeah it was
0: brunskill it was yeah. brunskill
1: yeah so
0: but dang i don't know if we could i don't know how many right tackles are available on the market i know there was a Taylor up, taylor but he's a left tackle and i'm pretty sure he retired like two weeks ago um and the Seahawks actually just signed Jason Peters, too. So that's kind of out the door. So either Colt McIvitt's going to have to step up or like we, what happened last week was uh, just Kittle and Yusek was tripping him every time. So I don't know. We'll see going forward. The rest of the line looks great, though. Uh, Spencer Burford had, I think, a false start or two. But besides that, looked pretty solid, you know. I think the offense just looks great. This is the best I've seen the offense flow in the Shanahan era.
1: Yeah, that ball that Purdy had to Ayuk on his second touchdown was the best ball I've <laughs> I've seen I've seen a handful of them now, but that was a yeah. perfect pass. Um like you can't throw a ball any better and you can't have a better catch. Yeah. We that, have that, a lot that, to be optimistic about. The Even, way uh, the, the versatility was used, and one of the things I was thinking about, like during the game, it felt like Shanahan as a play caller was being a lot more,
0: um, not as conservative.
1: I, I think know. he just trusts
0: pretty more. That's what it felt like to me. Like on a fourth and one on the very very first offensive drive of the game, if we have Jimmy he's not going for that. If we had Trey, yeah, he'll go for it. He'll run a, a QB run like he did against the Cardinals a lot uh, when Trey played and didn't work. But To call a pass on fourth and one with Purdy back there just showed me how much confidence Shannon has in this dude and how much more he trusts him. Crazy to me because I don't know. It's just crazy to see this guy's development and how really good this guy actually is. Like this guy's good. It's not maybe it's not just the weapons. Yeah. This guy's good. No,
1: yeah, I agree. And what has he uh, Mike done? Michael Parsons? Uh, what has he done wrong other than get hurt? <laughs> NFC chambers. Exactly. He hasn't, he, hasn't. He, hasn't done, he, hasn't. he hasn't done much wrong, and with this offense. We always talk about where, where everyone wants really to matter, like, those... you know, the like who's who's under center, but it does because you don't want especially with this team, you just don't want someone turning over the ball, but he's a he's a lot better quarterback than than um than that. I think he's a lot better than yeah. um people realize right now. But I don't know. Yeah. I mean there was so much hype around him. You know, like last year, and it kind of died off. It's gonna be I interesting. I wanna say it died off. Well, nice. I, the talk, the talk was just all injury talk. It wasn't really necessarily how he played. I felt like, um, you know, the whole narrative. I,
0: well, I think the whole, the whole, everyone is saying, is this guy gonna be okay after the injury? And if he is, is he still gonna be good? You know, they're saying teams have film on him now, so they're going to know what he's capable of or what he's not capable of. And I mean, I know it's only one week, but he's, he's pro- proven to us that he doesn't miss this beat, you know? Yeah. So yeah. I don't really think the hype has died down at all like that. But even Micah Parsons said on, his, on an interview that people are disrespecting Purdy and he thinks he's a top at least 15 quarterback in the league. And the one thing I did agree with him on was that we haven't really seen him come from behind yet in a game, like down 10, maybe late third, early fourth. Like, we got to see something like that and see if he could make the throws downfield, if he could handle the pressure, if he could, you know, maybe execute in a two minute drill. So,
1: yeah, that's a fair point. And that time doesn't Parsons, have to come. I hope he does, like a Parsons. Early said often
0: this? In the defense. <clears throat> yeah, I'll send you the clip. I'll send you the clip. Interesting. I could get it up right now. Interesting. I, um, but well, it's kind of crazy to to see. And, you know, I'm loving yeah. it. So, all right, I just sent you the clip, too. Uh, <laughs> okay. Over on Instagram. I'll take a look, take a look but, at it. Yeah. How are you feeling about next week versus the Rams?
1: I mean, we're eight-point favorites now. I don't see a single position. <clears throat> that you watch the
0: Rams-Seahawks last week?
1: No, I didn't. That's where I was going to get your info.
0: Yeah, it was, a, it was a really, really good game from the Rams' side of the ball. The Seahawks, a lot of people said the Seahawks were almost going to win the division. I don't know where all this hype came from. Yeah, they were in the playoffs last year at 9-8, and eight, but... I didn't see anything crazy from them. We just had a weaker schedule last year for the NFC West. So, um, I don't know. The Rams, though, looked good offensively, but even without Cooper Cut. Matt Stafford did his thing. They had uh, Tutu Atwell, had a good game, and I think it was a rookie or a second-year player out of BYU who uh, did really good. I'm going to try to find his name right now, but they look solid. And yeah. defensively, Aaron Donald looked like Aaron Donald. <laughs> So, hopefully, uh, Colton McKivitz is uh, solid enough and could hold his own against them. But um, Yeah,
1: he'll be getting a lot of double teams, though. But other than Donald, I don't know if there's the a Ram, guy the on The, the wide receiver,
0: Rams receiver, was Puka Nakua um, out of BYU. Had 119 yards. So, he was a good, really good route runner and good hand. So.
1: I mean, we've seen them so much. They have the same. They're bound to beat us, though. <laughs> yeah, I think they got a new. Well, uh, I mean, Sean looked really good. He came from the Jets, I believe.
0: Is that is that Matt Lafleur's brother.
1: Yeah, yeah, I think he, he he's coming from the Jets. Um, used to be with the 49ers. I'm not sure exactly, but that said, we've seen this this team plenty of times now, and I mean. Other than O'Donnell, yeah, like I'm looking and I don't really know anyone else on their defensive line. Um, or they have a really good in fact, they have Okello
0: Weatherspoon. Did you see Um, what happened with him and DK Metcalf? No, it was uh, they were running on the other side. There was a run play to the other side of the field, and Akela Witherspoon was looking towards the play, and DK Metcalf came up from behind him and like, like body slammed him into the ground. Oh yeah, much. I, that was I crazy too. This. Yeah,
1: he let off his aggression, but yeah. I mean,
0: DK got a little uh, penalty. So
1: there's a there's a reason we're eight point favorites. You know, um, we got to keep our composure on like DK or um, DK Metcalf. Um. Yeah, you're like 2-2 two, two out well. I know he's got like 4-2, four, 4-3 four, speed, but we got up a bunch of nickel guys. And this is what I'm saying. Like, us playing nickel more, I feel like, is going to benefit us, especially if we go, you know.
0: I feel We've always played nickel. We played nickel so much. I know, though, but. Always. Even last year, like 90% of the time is nickel. I, I just,
1: I don't know. I just feel it. like this I defense promise. could be better than 2019, 2020.
0: I think, I think the reason it seems a little different was because Jimmy Ward was our nickel corner last year and it almost felt like a 4-3 just because Ufunga would play down in the box. Right. So maybe that felt more like that. And this year we're going back to typical three corners instead of three safeties, which is what we played. But no, it was it was nickel a lot last year. So it's nothing too crazy. I think yeah. the only thing that's different is the, the pre-snap formation or like setup, I would say. You know, they're having the linebackers on the line of scrimmage, which I really like. Uh, but besides that, Steve Wilkes did a good job game. I'm sure we'll be today.
1: Yes, sir.
0: Lost them boys. Oh, you there?
1: Yeah, yeah, I'm here.
0: All right, now anything else from your end? Are you good?
1: I don't got anything else. You,
0: yeah, all right. Well, no, just I'm excited for Sunday. I was thinking about driving over, but I'm not going to. (laughs) No, that would be all right. Nah, I'm gonna go week five. So if anyone's at week five. Yeah, we're going to try. You'll you'll be at week five? You'll be at week five? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll be at week five.
1: Especially if both teams, like, both teams could be 4-0. I
0: mean. Oh, we'll be 4-0.
1: 4-0 game going. It's Sunday night,
0: right? Sunday night football versus the Cowboys. We're getting ahead of ourselves. Week two Rams. Yeah. Sunday. We'll catch you after the game, either uh, the Sunday night or the Monday, Tuesday after, like we are right now, but... Um, thank you, 49er Empire, for another episode. tuning in with another episode of The Faithful. Uh, B, Zach, we're red and gold to dead and gold. Bang, bang, Niner game. Yeah. We